We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Yay, yay. Three, two, one. Welcome to Get Your Popcorn Ready Podcast. It's your host, Hatch, with my boy. Yo, in the building. There it is, my guy. What's up, T? How you feeling, baby? Man, I feel good. I look good. And you know this uh, show. Is, hey, and this show is about to be good because we got my girl coming up in this piece. One of the top choreographers in the game, Trisha Mar- Miranda. Yeah, yes, I, 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 I Yeah, you can't stutter on her name, dog. You can't stutter on her The hey, lovely dog. and talented choreographer, Trisha Miranda. Choreographer? Choreographer. It's choreographer. No, it's not. It is today. (laughs) You you know what? I think the reason you want to have her on the show is because I've been on your your IG over the last couple months. I see you trying to take off a little bit. And you have the new nickname, TikTok Queen. I saw that on your IG. No, first of all, it's not I'm not a queen. Hey, Everybody realizes my TikTok queen. I'm just repeating hey. what I saw on IG. You can't be mad hey. at me. Check this out. Everybody that's listening. <laughs> You're not gonna sit up here and call me no TikTok queen. Hey, I, I, I didn't call the you the TikTok queen. I'm just telling you what I read on IG, my doll. Well, with with your reading IQ, ain't no telling what you reading. Uh you didn't get past third grade. So I'm just, I'm, I'm just saying. Uh you you got a third grade reading level. You out your mind, dog. <laughs> Just kidding. But anyway, man, hey, like you said, you've been seeing me TikTok throughout the quarantine um, when everybody's kind of locked down, locked up. So I, again, I, I subjected myself to TikTok, got on there, uh, you know, did a couple of routines, skits here and there. And then I realized, bro, like when I posted and everybody saw that energy and I'm pretty sure Trisha, she'll explain what energy does for a dancer, being that that's what I am. Oh, it, it, it radiates through it radiates through my platform to the where people was like, man, they were enjoying it, bro. They were enjoying it. So that made me want to do even more TikTok. So you know what? I ain't gonna say I'm the TikTok king or queen, but let me tell you something. When I get on there, when I when I dance, when I do my thing, bro, people recognize it. They realize that, hey, this boy is talented. You know what? When we go find out, you're lucky we ain't doing this in person because I would make you get up and do a dance, have her judge, oh. and you would definitely get F minus. 
and dance. you know what? I, I would say say less, and I'd be right right there in the spot. <laughs> there it is coming up on Get Your Popcorn Ready podcast. Don't forget to subscribe on the Himalaya app or wherever you get your podcast. Yes, yeah, and then also if you want to get a glimpse of yours truly, handsome <laughs> To, and I ain't gonna say the big head guy. Name. Yeah. <laughs> Matthew Hatchett. Yeah, you want to see us? Please subscribe you to my YouTube channel, YouTube.com/slash Terrell Owens. Yeah. Welcome to Get Your Popcorn Ready Podcast. This your host Hatch with my boy. Yeah, yeah. This is me right here. Y'all see me? Y'all get a double dose of To today. You see me right uh, there. You know the name of the show. Get your popcorn ready with your boy To and my boy Hatch. We are in the building and we have one of the most, if not the best, the greatest, talented. Choreographers in drum roll, United States drum roll. Hey, maybe, maybe national, maybe worldwide. She, she's she's right. a worldwide. She worldwide. Right, Miss Trisha Miranda. What's up, Belden? What's up, Trisha? How you doing, ma? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Can we call you Trish or is it Trisha? Do you have a nickname or you know y'all dancers be having some crazy nicknames like uh, Boogaloo and Jigaloo and. You know, monkey, monkey, monkey leg. No, you can just call me Trisha, Trish, or T. Whatever. Oh, okay. No, well, you can't, can't call you T. Call we'll T. There's T. only one T. But I call him T, so I call him T. So. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever, whatever. Just don't call me Patricia. Whatever you do. Patricia. Patricia? Okay. Don't. Okay. don't that, that sounds okay. like an old lady. <laughs> Patricia. Don't call me like government like, names. You know what I'm saying? He's trying to put you out there. Tell him, tell him. It's all good. Well, no, thank you for coming on the show. We really appreciate you taking the time out. So we know you're out here in Los Angeles still doing. You guys, we had a, a battle last night, I think you said. So you guys still making moves out there. How'd it go last night with the battle? It was so dope. You know, there's like a lot of stuff like going on in, in our dance industry too. Or, mm -hmm. you know, aside from what's going on in the world, there's stuff going on in our dance industry that's... Um, pretty dark and traumatic and a lot in of what, in what way, in what way? I won't get too deep, but there's a lot of um, mentors of these kids and choreographers that are my brothers that are being exposed for um, assault and, and, you know. Wow, okay. Really, really dark stuff. So mm -hmm. um, a lot of the kids are either wanting to leave the industry or some are not wanting to move out now and be a part of it because a lot is being exposed this year, just like everything else in the world that's being exposed. It's also being exposed in the dance community. And right now is like the dance community's Me Too movement. Mm, What's okay. happening right now. So last night I just wanted to get all my kids together and like the new generation coming up. So the really young adults coming up and I just wanted to get them into a space where we can cipher, we can battle, we can be around good energy, support mm -hmm. each other and just kind of like release because you know uh, freestyling versus choreography it's a different type of release. There's no thinking, there's just going and you know different music makes you feel differently so instead of working on a piece of choreography to the same song, freestylers we play different songs every time and then I have some new kids coming in um, that are just entering and I have some older kids that have been working and, and have been a part of the business. So I had those two like battling each other and it's mm -hmm. crazy because the new ones coming in kind of beat out the older ones. You know what I mean? So it's okay. a good like healthy competition to keep the 
the older ones that are seasoned, keep them still mm-hmm. working. You know what gotcha. I mean? And then the okay. new kids that are hungry, just, you know, be, get them exposed to that type of environment. That's what ultimately they're going to be. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, just let, yeah, let's talk a little bit, elaborate a little bit about that energy. Cause you know, obviously choreo, choreography, uh, choreo, uh, choreographed, uh, dances, obviously it's, it's totally different than freestyle. Um, I can touch on that a little bit because I, I was on Dancing with the Stars and I know what choreography is like. So it's definitely hard. I have the utmost respect for, for dancers. I mean, I walked away from there being enlightened at just the amount of hours and how much wear and tear uh, dancing puts on your body. So obviously with so, so many things going on, uh, aside from, you know, the, the racial inequality and things that we're dealing with as a country, and you're talking about now in the dance community, you're having to deal with that. Explain, you know, the difference between, like you said, having to bring that energy and then you need that release, especially as a dancer, but just a long set aside, just dealing with the whole Me Too and then having that safe haven, having that facility. I know Millennium there where kids, you know, the the older group, they can go in there and then just like you said, just release and just dance and just vibe. And, and it's all about that energy. Explain the difference between just having, you know, uh, someone coming in there, the kids going there and, and even adults going in, in there and just dancing, freestyle, releasing and just letting it all flow versus something choreographed. So like with what I wanted to do last night, a lot of these kids are going through a depression. You know, they're teenagers and they're young, young adults. And I want to say between, you know, the ages of 13 to say like 21, 22, all these kids are super depressed. You have the ones that didn't get to walk the line this year, that graduated high school and had to graduate via Zoom. Like, I mean, that's like one of the biggest moments in your entire life. And to not be able to walk the line and have your family there and to throw your cap and you know, just that whole experience. It's like mm. so heartbreaking. And I know it's not as heartbreaking up against all the other issues we're dealing with, with police brutality and stuff like that. But these kids are real depressed. And because having to quarantine, they're not able to see their friends. And when these kids are the type of kids that are, they're homeschooled, most of them, because they work so much in the industry, they're homeschooled. So they do their work at home And then they're in the studio all day long. Not like other kids where you're in a public school to about 3 p.m. and then go to the studio. Like these kids are in auditions at 8 a.m., 9 a.m. They're in rehearsals from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. Like they're working, like hardcore working. So to have all that stripped away and you're a teenager that's having to deal with social media and then you're isolated and you're only with your parents or your guardian or you know it's just it's that's a lot hard for these kids and they're so depressed because learning off of zoom is is there's no energy like you're talking about see there's no energy so to have to learn from zoom and you know us as educators we're trying our hardest to keep them inspired through the screen but it's so so hard so last night you know all of us have been quarantined for i mean many many months but also, um, we've been kind of ciphering in, in small um, groups here and there all together for like the past uh, month now. So we've, you know, we're, we're good. 
But I wanted to bring these kids together because they are just so desperate to be around the energy. A lot of them don't even take the Zoom classes anymore because mm. there's just nothing there. So what happened last night was coming in and and rallying them together. And I'm I'm like someone everyone in the dance community um, considers like a second mom. Like my nickname is Mama T to my, my Mama kids. T. Even like even like the 30 year olds. They'll be like, hey yeah. Mama T and I'll be like, hey, I'm not your mother. I'm not that right. old. Right. You know, right. but, but like a joke, you know? So it's yeah. like I really love and care for these kids. So last night I you know I brought them in, I sat them down, I said, listen, I just wanted to bring my my favorite dancers and like some of the best movers from the young generation all together to push each other to get inspired again I had one of my kids that I brought out from New York that has just been you know um he hasn't been dancing that much he hasn't been inspired mm. he's just been doing his BMX stuff which is the only thing that's keeping him motivated and happy and I was like you've got to come out here I haven't seen you in a year and he used to live in this studio like all day every day so they just got to come out. They got to release and have fun. And because it's freestyle and they're all strong at what they do, they are able to just not think mm -hmm. and just, just go. go. Literally, yeah. they black out. Like, if you ask them what they just did after they dance, they won't, they yeah. won't know. They said, I, I have no idea. Like, we just black out. Yeah. And, mm -hmm. you know, it's just a, a, a different release when, say, I'm just teaching a class at Millennium and have the dancers come in and then I give them a warm up and I'm teaching them choreography. They're having, they're having to think, they're having to, you know, go over choreography. They're having to, to, to polish it. They're having to, you know, drill it and whatever. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of times if, if you're not comfortable with that choreography, if you're not um, quick at picking up, if, you know, if you're, if you don't get called out in what we call select groups, like at the end where you're showcased, it, it, you know, as humans, you know, we, we feel a type yeah. of way like dang yeah. like you know some mental thing but yeah. with freestyle it's not like that you, you have you know, this cypher circle where you're just thrown in the middle and like everyone is just hyping you up like right. Right. That, you know yeah. as performers we the performers we feed off that energy and that energy mm -hmm. to us is like the energy an artist has when they're on stage at an award show on tour where their fans are just screaming in the stadiums and the arenas. Yeah. yeah. That energy is how we feel as dancers in a cypher. And like yeah. even people that don't get along, like if there's people in there that are your haters that don't yeah. look at you, you're stupid. He, he's <laughs> off beat. He don't even know it. But you know go ahead. I mean? like if, if there's people in that group during that cypher, and like if y'all don't like mess with each other in real life, but and during that cypher, if you do something dope, they're going to support it. Absolutely. Right. So it's, it, it's, it's like back in the day when it was break dancing, you know what I mean? With turbo, turbo ozone and everybody used to get in that circle. And then, yeah, you just, you, you're, you become a creator right there on the spot. You're vibing to the energy. You're yeah. going with the beats of, of, of the music, the song. And then it's, it, it's crazy. Like I said, I used to break dance back in the day. Like I said, Oh, my that's favorite. a horrible sight. Oh, that's disgusting. Yeah, I, Call I, need to, I need to validate that. Uh, yeah, I need, I need, I need some film on that. I yeah. definitely need some film on that. Hey, I got, hey, trust me, you guys, I got moved. Hey, we're talking to the lovely Miss Trisha Miranda right here. Uh, but again, I, I understand what you're saying. Like I said, you don't want to be Mama T, 
but you're going to be Mama T. You're going to be Mama T today. <laughs> right. Everybody I, I find it when the little ones call me yeah. that. And like, you know, like right. if, if they're young enough to be my child, then right. you don't mind it. Like, I'm 40. Right. If you're 39 calling me Mama T, I'm like, yeah. That's funny. Right, right. So it's a good sign of respect. Yeah, it's, it's a sign of respect, no, right? No, 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 yeah. So yeah. kind of give us, um, give the listeners like a little um, background of, is this a yeah. class or a school? And then how did it all start on your on your end? Yeah, but let, and also, also, Trish, before you do that, Hatch, yeah, we got to like, let everybody know like really who you are, what you've done. You've done so much even to get yeah, where you know. are. You started out as a background dancer for a number of, I mean, well-known artists from Gwen Stefani, Jennifer Lopez, Prince. I mean, rest in peace. I mean, I'm getting chills. I mean, to background dance for Prince, he's like one of the, between That's him it. and Michael Jackson, they're like one of the That's two it. top like, real like artists and performers. And so you've gotten the, the chance world. to work with some of these people. So I want our listeners to really know that, yeah, you asked like, why are you on this show? I want people to know who you are because like I said, I've had a chance to meet you, know you, I've gone to the studio, I've watched you work, I've watched, you, I've watched these kids that you're talking about, I've watched them like do their thing, but we want people to know who Trisha Miranda is when they, while they're listening and when they, when they're done listening to this show. So yeah, definitely, I mean, it's, 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 it's definitely a pat on your back and we're going to extra pat you, let everybody know who you are, what you've done, because you really, really deserve this. Thank, thank you so much, T. That really means a lot to me. Um, Absolutely. I, uh, I'm kind of uncomfortable like being in front of the camera because I just love um, basically, what do you call it? <laughs> the, the, the background, because choreographing is in like the background, basically. Yeah, but I just love showcasing like my dancers because they're so dope. So um, anytime I have to talk about myself, I just get a little uncomfortable because I don't know. It's just weird to be like, yeah, I've done this. I've done this. Um, but I guess I'll just run off the credits, like whatever. So I, um, I danced for probably maybe 13 years before transitioning on the choreography. But I started like, and I'll try to speed through it fast. But I um, grew up in in a really small town, Yuma, Arizona, and mm-hmm. uh, I started at the age of four in ballet and jazz. And then at the age of five, I started competing nationally. And then at the age of eight, I started jazz. At the age of 12, I started assisting my dance teacher who has MS, who was in a wheelchair. Um, Mm -hmm. At the age of 14, I had my first um, class teaching a jazz class. And then um, at the age of 19, I started my own hip hop classes because we didn't have hip hop offered in our small town. Um, So I started hip hop and just based off of the stuff that I learned from music videos and um, award shows, and tours, you know, everything that was on TV, everything that was televised, I would record it on VHS and watch it and learn it, Um, to co-directing a ballet company at the age of 17 because our directors were fired and the owner of the studio and myself um, had to come together and save the company. And then when I turned um, 21, I moved out here to LA and, you know, got an agent, started auditioning my first big job ever. was Beyonce's first solo tour. So Wow, that's your first job working with working with Queen B? I literally went from <laughs> the Yin Yang Twins salt shaker video. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. 
on a table and they're throwing money and I'm in a bikini top and a skirt to like from that to going on tour with Beyonce and um, they were looking for one girl uh, to join the tour because Carmeet from the Pussycat Dolls, she's the redhead, Mm -hmm. uh, they had just signed their record deal so Carmeet could no longer be a backup dancer because she was now an artist. So they had to find someone to replace her and um, so I ended up being that one girl so I went on tour and and the tour was, um, Tamia was like the opener, opener, and then mm-hmm. it was Alicia Keys and Missy Elliott, and then we were the headliner, Beyonce. Wow. So that was That's I awesome. Mean, incredible. So then going on from there, like you have different types of dancers where there's dancers that do a lot of television and film, and then there's dancers that are mm-hmm. always in the commercials, and then there's dancers that do hundreds of music videos, and then there's the dancers yeah. that you have on tour or, you know, award shows. And it's very rare to get a dancer that really does everything. You know, usually it's like one thing and I've, I've done film and I've done commercials, but not like tours. So Mm -hmm. I create the way I create now because I lived on tour for so many years. You know, I, I toured with, um, Beyonce twice. Uh, I was able to choreograph for her. I um, toured with J-Lo, Black Eyed Peas, Jamie Foxx. I danced for, um, I forget what I've done, but I've, I've danced with Britney, Prince. Wow, this is, and so how old are you? How old are you when you're, like I said, you're just, I mean, obviously you're in this dance space and then like you said, you go from the Yin Yang Twins, then you go to like Queen B. How, how old are you at this point? I was 24. So, wow. t- like, so is that to be 24 and now you, I mean, obviously Beyonce is like, she's Queen B. So at 24, are you nervous, um, you know, meeting Queen B? Um, you know, I don't think she was Queen B at that time, but just Beyonce. And then, or like, I can't imagine like being in your shoes and you're having to obviously dance, you know, create, choreograph, like the routine. Is that nerve wracking? Does she, do you guys collaborate? Is it all you or is it just a combination of both? So my, my, um, my story and relationship with Beyonce is a lot different than uh, the, any other artist that I've choreographed for because I, I was dancing for Beyonce at 24. I wasn't choreographing for her. So I was, right. okay. I was the dancer. Um, it was terrifying. I was like, <laughs> okay. I wanted to throw up like right. 10 times right. going into right. rehearsal. It was so terrifying, um, but thank God I I work really really well under pressure. That's like I think my specialty is working really well under pressure. So, yeah, we do. You you're just like me. I work well under pressure as well. I mean that's why we're as great as we are. You know, sometimes you you yeah. you get put in situations you either got a fight or flight. It's a make or break. Yeah, and I mean, for me and you, did, you did have a long career as a backup dancer as well. Like. Like I did. Mine is not as long as yours. I I wish I had the dance career you did. Um, if you look at if you look up some of my dance uh, dance uh, my touchdown celebrations, you would probably think, okay, yeah, he could he could have had a career at background dancing. Don't lie to these people. I choreographed those dances for you. <laughs> I knew it. I knew yeah. it. I've been waiting for the person. I'll try to take credit. I've been waiting for the person to come out and tell. To okay. tell the secret how T got his dances. I, now I know. Now I, I know. Was he ain't creative. On one group, I'm just T, yeah, T ain't that creative. I knew it. 
No, but uh, <laughs> when I got my first opportunity to choreograph for her, I want to say that was in like 2006, 2009. Um, I was asked by her choreographer, Frank Gatson, at the time to, I actually auditioned for the video. This was for the Diva video. And I actually auditioned as a dancer and um, I didn't get booked as a dancer. I saw Frank at um, Jamba Juice and I was like, oh, hey, what's up? You know, I'm on my way to go teach my class. And he was like, oh, you teach? And I was like, yeah. So he ended up dropping by my class, saw my choreography. Then he texted me the next day and was like, I want you to submit choreography uh, for the music video. We're already in rehearsals, but we'd love for you to submit something. And I was like, yeah. word? I was like, okay. So I did, okay. I put something together. I came into rehearsal. They were already um, in rehearsals. Uh, Jaquel Knight was the choreographer for uh, Beyonce at the time under Frank and, and Jaquel, uh, Jaquel, just so you guys know, is a choreographer that did um, Single Ladies. Mm -hmm. so, oh. oh, the Single Ladies? Yeah. yeah. So, you know, he's phenomenal. So um, he was the choreographer for that video. And then I came in and they asked me to choreograph um, like just a hook. And I came in with more material, you know? So I came in with the second verse and a hook. And they were just like, Frank, you know? He was just like, watched it once. And he was like, okay. <laughs> like, oh my God, he hates me. Oh my God, he hates right, me. Oh right, right. And then he was like, do it again. And I was like, okay. So <laughs> we did it again, me and my uh -huh. two dancers. And then he was like, all right. And then he looked at the two girls that were on the job. And he's like, start learning it. There it is. So oh, it, wow. wasn't like, it wasn't like, a, all right, I'm going to hire you. Come back this day. It was like, all right. We start right, right now. Yeah, we starting right now. And I was like, <laughs> okay. So, you know, and so, you know, that so was one opportunity. What's up, T? So how long did it take those two when he said he asked her, he goes, he told those other two girls, the two dancers to learn it. So how long did it take them to, to pick up on the dance? Because like I said, I, I, I the reason I'm asking for our listeners, because people don't understand, like for, for somebody that's a non-dancer versus somebody that understands how to dance and understand eight count the learning curve is dramatically, like drastically different. Drastically so, different. I've, right. I've actually choreographed on actors and I've choreographed on artists and I've choreographed on dancers and it's all different. Like mm. it's so different. And with dancers, if you're a professional dancer and you're already dancing for artists, like you, you've got to pick up like this. So they probably learned all of my choreography in like 15, 20 minutes. Wow. What? Yeah. yeah, but I gotta no. say, yeah, I gotta say with Beyonce. So we didn't have not one rehearsal with her. Neither did the girls. I, I don't think maybe would you call, but I wow. never saw her in a rehearsal. So I had to teach B on set right before we shot. And she picked what? it up like that. Oh, like because that's that's what that that's what B do. Yeah, you like know what I'm saying. <laughs> I I was behind the camera like doing the choreography at the same time just to make her feel comfortable in case she ever got off track that she could see me and reference it because she just learned it. It's not like she had rehearsal. Mm -hmm. And you don't right, have to right. do that with her. She's going to remember everything. But, like, she literally learned it, like, real fast. Like, okay, looking at the video. Okay, boom, boom, boom. This is that. Okay, let's shoot. Boom. Shoot. Okay, next section. Look, look at it. Learn it. Okay. Wow. Boom, boom, boom. Shoot. Okay. So with her, it was it was 
crazy, you know. But then, so how, so, so how long was the song? How how long was the uh, the dance routine? A minute, minute and a half. Like, give me an idea so I can tell people like really how long that would really take somebody like myself, a non dancer. Well, I I want to say I taught her a verse and a hook. I would say that's at least. 90 seconds right right right. hold on because 90 seconds in just the real world like that's right that's a long time that's a long time like that's nothing you guys are complaining for 90 seconds when i tell you 90 seconds of choreography you know what i mean oh yes it's crazy because people there's been like artists or people that just aren't educated with choreography or like their managers they'll come to me and they'll be like hey uh, we want you to choreograph this song. And, you know, it'll be like, they'll give me a raid or whatever. And it's like a five minute song. Or they ask you to do like a 20 minute set. And I'm like, you do understand. That's like, yeah, yeah that's forever. That's a lot of choreography. Yeah, right. You guys are understanding because you're just thinking, oh, five minutes. It goes by so fast. But right. Create. So let me put it right. So let me put it in context for everybody that's listening. Uh, everybody, we have Trisha Miranda here, one of the top choreographers in 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 all of the United States, especially LA. in the world. Um, right. Um, just so Dancing with the Stars, I think we we never had a routine. I think no longer than a minute and maybe 15, 20 seconds. So when I got one that was a minute, especially in rehearsal, I knew that it was quick. And I'm like, oh my God, this is easy. But when you get into like for a four, somebody that doesn't dance like a minute, minute, 15, 20, and you talk about a minute, 30, that's a long time. So get speaking of pauses, let's take a pause for the calls. So we'll be right back in the few to get your popcorn ready podcast. Yeah, let's take uh, yeah, let's take a pause for the call. A little break in action. Uh, we got a few sponsors that we want to shout out. That's who's bringing get your popcorn ready to you. So stay tuned as we settle into this new normal version of whatever that could be during this pandemic. Bespoke Post is here with customized box of awesome collections for guys guaranteed to upgrade your life. Bespoke Post only sends guys the best stuff every month. No matter what you're into, Box of Awesome has you covered. From style and grooming goods to barware, cooking tools, and outdoor gear, Box of Awesome has carefully built collections for every part of your life. And to get started, all you got to do is take a quiz. So take the quiz at boxofawesome.com. Your answers will help them pick out the right Box of Awesome for you. They release new boxes every month across a ton of different categories. It's free to sign up and you can skip a month or cancel at any time. Each box costs only $45, but has over $70 worth of gear inside. Get 20% off your first monthly box when you sign up at boxofawesome.com and enter the code popcorn at checkout. That's boxofawesome.com, code popcorn for 20% off your first box. Absolutely. And I'm going to repeat that, reiterate it, be redundant. Yes. Get 20% off your first monthly box when you sign up at boxofawesome.com and enter my favorite code popcorn at checkout. That's boxofawesome.com, my favorite code again, popcorn for 20% off your first box. Hey, Hedge, man, this pandemic has basically just changed this whole entire world. I yeah. mean, it's basically shifted people's worlds upside down, sideways, and all kind of witcher ways. But <laughs> with all of that happening, it has helped me in a number of areas. 
not in the style and grooming area because I'm already fly anyway. Well, you, you need help in that too. So, but <laughs> no, what else, what else has it helped you with? No, I, I will say it. It has helped me with like in the kitchen. You know what I mean? You know, with some okay. cooking tools and things yeah. of that nature. You know, like I, I exactly. I, I will admit, I'm not great in the kitchen. I would say I'm. I'll go as being as humble as I can and say I'm not even good in the kitchen. Okay. Okay. I will not starve. That's what I, I will <laughs> not do. I won't starve. So I appreciate Boss of Awesome you know with some of their you know their 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 stuff that they're sending me because like i said they have stuff for every part of your life so if you're lacking in some area and looking at you you're definitely lacking in a lot of areas <laughs> just looking at you uh, yeah, they, they can provide something for you well seems how the christmas holidays are coming up i would hope bespoke post will give to a box of awesome with a peppermint in it because your breath is kicking <laughs> like karate you know what i'm saying so box of awesome if you guys could do that for me put a little peppermint maybe some listerine oh, shots in there and send that to t we sure hey, would man. appreciate you coming up hey. That's, that's lame. That's lame. That's real. That's that's harsh though. That's good. But I'll take the peppermint. I'll even take the, I'll take the mouthwash. All of that too. Because all of that too. Because you know, hey, you know, you can't be going all up in these girls' face with no dragon. You know what I mean? So I, I'll take the peppermint. I'll take whatever box of awesome has for me. Hey, a box of awesome for somebody that's awesome guys looking to last longer and get your rocky balboa on and go a few extra rounds do you want to be confident every time it's time for sex i know there's a lot of you guys out there that may have the case of the preemies that's premature i'm not going to say it but if you don't want to be that go to bluechew.com bluechew.com has the first ever chewable that brings your performance into the bedroom to another level check this out they've got the same active ingredients that are in viagra and cialis so you know they work since they're chewable they can work faster you can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. And this stuff is cheaper than those other two. So this is a no-brainer. Basically, if you like sex, you'll like BlueChew.com. Plus, you don't need to go to the doctor's office or spend time waiting in the pharmacy line. BlueChew's online physician consult is free. And once approved, your order ships straight to your door in discreet packaging. Here's a great deal for you guys. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first order free when you use promo code GPR. Just pay $5 in shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E-C-H-E-W.com, promo code GPR. Yep, yep. And for you preemies again, you premature guys, hey, here's a great deal for you guys. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first order free when you use promo code GPR. Just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E-Chew.com, Promo code GPR. For the listeners, if if Trisha Miranda came to me right now, it's like, yo, I'm gonna this this song is a minute and thirty. It would take me the entire week. The entire week. Yeah, because you have two left feet. feet. You have two left feet. Of course it's going no, to take. No. It would take me about a day, but it would take you definitely a week, T, for no. sure. Well, for like sure. I said, everybody's learning curve is different. Being that you have a bigger head, you can retain a lot. Of, lot so yeah. you probably will be able to pick, right. up, pick it Absolutely. up really quick. You know what I mean? So you have, you got a big dome. Because so I'm, I'm on beat, you dig? <laughs> Tell me why yeah. I thought he was talking about me. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm talking about this no, clown over here. But yeah, I mean, it it took me like, again, and I was on the 25th season of, of Dancing with the Stars. And that's when they started to introduce like all these new things to try to, you know, kind of spruce up the, the the viewership. And so it got to a point to where I they challenged us and we had to do two dances in a week. And I my head almost exploded. I almost wanted to quit. I almost wanted to cry because oh, one dance, goodness. it took me one dance, one dance routine 
it took me literally the entire week. And by the end of the, because the dancers, we, we have the show on Monday and we have to do rehearsal on Sunday. It literally took me all, all week to end up learning the, 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 I mean, the intimate details of the routine, the choreography, uh, to be able to perform on Mondays. I'm talking about literally, if we came in on Tuesday after a Monday show, um, we literally had to learn the routine. I had to learn the steps and I didn't know how, I didn't understand eight count. So I had to literally go off the sound of music. I had to watch my, my partner, Cheryl Burke. Um, I had to watch her. She had to teach me. And then by the end of the week, my head was about to explode, but it was something about the day of when we actually shot and it was live. I, I, I seem to put everything together, but just to put in context for everybody, you said you basically, you showed Beyonce and she picked it up and it was like within 15 minutes and that's on the spot. Yeah. Because she's a professional. But not, yeah, but, but, but not all artists can do that. It's very right, rare right. to be able to do what she can do because right. I've, I've choreographed for a lot of artists and they can't do what she does, you know? Um, and with that, like, with in the same breath of what you're talking about, of you, you know, having to learn one routine in a whole week, like, the dancers, you know, um, say when we're on a tour and we're, we're creating a tour, and that's just a one-minute, 30-second piece you're talking about. Right. Us as choreographers and these dancers learning on a tour, we're, we're setting one to two songs a day. And I'm saying right. songs like four, three to five-minute songs, you know, and – a day and that's creating on the spot teaching the choreo i mean teaching the dancers staging the dancers stunts you know it's it's so much that they have to learn and we're having to get it all out so fast so there's times where i mean i put i put an entire tour together for nikki in nikki minaj yeah right. nikki minaj mm -hmm. i want to say in three weeks Maybe we rehearsed wow. three weeks, an entire, like, was it a one and a half to two hour set, something like that? It was a lot. And I'm going to need you, I'm gonna need you to really, Trisha, I'm going to need you to let people know. I mean, you just saying, oh, um, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm doing this for Nikki. Like, <laughs> Nikki is your cousin or she's your homie. <laughs> that, that, is, hey, that is the homie. <laughs> right, yeah, but we need it. We need people to know, like, yo, you're not, you're, you're not, you're not just a pretty face. You're just not somebody just, you know, offering your services. Like, yo, this is you're, you're doing stuff for Nicki Minaj, Cardi B, Lil Baby. Like, yo, you're like one of the top choreographer is not the best. I know for me that I've met. Like, you gotta really put put some respect on your own name. And put some respect like, on it. Yeah, <laughs> yo, like we, like for real, like I brought you on here. Like, yo, I want people to know who you are. You deserve it. And like I said, I know we. I talked about it earlier. You asked, like, why am I on this show? Like, I, I, I admire what you have done. And obviously I'm sure um, the people that are listening, there are some that know you, but we want the people that don't and haven't heard of you. Mm -hmm. They will know you after you, after you uh, get off this show. When you're at the top of the game, you want everybody to know you at the top. Of the Absolutely. Game. You're Absolutely. Definitely at the, trust me. You are definitely at the top say, of the game. I will say out of all the artists that I've worked with, um, I have the honor of choreographing, um, and working with Missy Elliott 
Sorry, I don't know if you can hear my dogs working, but it's all good. Um, Missy Elliott is now somebody that I consider a sister and a really good friend. Um, but I was hired, so she was actually the one artist that I wanted to work with my entire life. And I mean, I wanted to dance for this woman. I moved to LA to dance for her. Wow. And my whole dance career, I never got to, I never got to um, dance for her. I got to freestyle in one of her music videos as an extra um, <laughs> when I was younger in my 20s, but I never got to dance for her. And when my dance career was over and I transitioned on to choreography, that always kind of sat on me and weighed on me like, dang, like the one thing I wanted to do, I never got to do. And not discrediting everything else I had done and who I had performed with, you know, I mean, Beyonce and Prince are huge, but um, Missy was was it for me, you know? Mm. And um, even on mm -hmm. tour, we were, <clears throat> when I was with Beyonce, you know, and we were the headliner, I was always in the front watching Missy set every single night, mm -hmm. learning the choreography from the stage before I had to go and perform my set, you know? Um, but uh, Missy reached out to me on, on Twitter um, because she saw something that I had created to one of her, awesome. uh, to her protege songs. So her protege, Sheree J at the time, <clears throat> um, she had seen something and she hit me up and she was like, Hey, she's like, um, she started following me. She DM me and she was like, Hey, I saw what you did. And I saw what you did with these kids. The energy is crazy. Would you, um, be open to doing a flash mob out there in LA to this song and, you know, doing this whole thing. And I was like, well, actually, would you be open? <laughs> you and Sharia coming to LA yeah. and I create an entire show for Sharia and we showcase her at Carnival, which is a huge choreographer's showcase in LA that artists come to, producers come to, casting directors come to. And all of the entire dance community comes to it. It's a huge, huge thing. Um, we've had people like Christina Aguilera, Brittany, Janet, um, mm. Brittany, I, I always said Brittany, Missy, um, come and watch these shows. So I was like, if you want to put her on with the dance community, like, let me create something. And let me create a flash mob within the club mm -hmm, mm -hmm. without anyone knowing. So we had 150 extra dancers scattered along the, the in the audience on the balconies on top of the 30 dancers and kids that I had wow. on the stage where we showcased Sharia and she came out and rapped and then um, Missy spoke about that project after and then Missy ended up hiring me to be her choreographer so wow. I was choreographing for her for five years and and then um, Missy called me personally and was like hey I need kids for Super Bowl, and mm. you have the best kids, and yep. I trust you with kids the most. <laughs> you get me four kids and yep. choreograph their section for the Super Bowl. Yep. And now you, you guys don't understand. Like, that's awesome. Mind you, I've been I've been in the business for I mean over a decade already. You know, I've been here twenty years or whatever, nineteen I think. But like, I can't even like begin like. Yeah. First of all, like, how does Missy have my number, right? Right. Like, how'd she get? Yeah. That's know, Missy. That's like, Missy Elliott. She can get hey, your I number. Think all, <laughs> I think also, I'm doing Super Bowl like it's nothing. Like, hey, I'm right. Twenty kids, you know. Right. And and then to be like, I trust you the most with kids out of everybody. And you your kids for yeah. Super Bowl. It was like, yeah. right. Like two yes. bucket list 
moment yeah. in one. And right, I can't right. even begin to tell you what that experience was like and being able to put my four kids, um, Casey Rice, Gabe de Guzman, Big Will, and Charlize Glass, who are now four famous kid influencers and dancers in our industry and on social media, nice. that got to dance with her when they were like 10 years old. Wow. No, like, awesome. Yeah. And um, to be a part of that process and to be able to be there with Missy and the dancers and to be able to work with Dante Corday, who um, uh, was Missy's choreographer and just, it, I mean, that's ooh, awesome. That's, that's awesome. So just tell us, so what, I mean, everybody has that that one person. What what makes Missy that person for you out of all the artists? <laughs> there's so there's so many artists. So, so many can, so many reasons. Right. Yeah. Just can you and, and maybe give us your top three reasons why Missy she's that she's that person for you. She is the most creative genius mm. in the entire world. Period. Mm. Oh wow! I've heard, I've heard yeah creativity. Wow. I heard period. she's yeah, she's that like, wow. The most, and I, I understand everyone has their lanes. Like her and Timbaland right. together. Yeah, unstoppable. Oh, Crazy, right? Crazy, right? Like no one, nobody has ever, ever done what Missy has done. And for me, I don't think anyone will ever do what Missy has done. And I, and that's that's basically how I feel about a Michael Jackson and a Prince and a Whitney mm -hmm. Houston. I feel mm -hmm. like nobody will ever do what those creatures did on this earth. They mm -hmm. were put on this uh, earth and, I, and we are just so fortunate to be able to have lived through the time that they were here because I don't mm -hmm. think we'll ever see anything like it. Mm -hmm. Now, there are incredible geniuses also in the industry like Lil Wayne, Drake, Kanye, right, right. Um, Rihanna is, oh my God, like one of the most, you know, mm -hmm. um, but Beyonce is on there as basically like, I kind of hold her in the same regard as like a Michael, a Prince and a Whitney in her field. Right. But right, right. Missy, Missy has broken all barriers from wow. body image to lyricist to the wow. beats that her and Tim created together, mm -hmm. to awesome. the artists that she's written for, to mm -hmm. how many number ones she's had, to mm -hmm. her fashion. Oh, yeah. Nobody's music videos will ever touch her music videos. But Michael's not even, he's- Yeah, he's on a different planet. Mike's on a different planet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. where Mike <laughs> is, yeah, he well, doesn't play fair. You know, he right, doesn't right. Play fair. We can't even talk about him for yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. his own his own lane. All right, that's what's up. And it's like how? And I know you said name three things. I can't because I I just can't. It's creative. Yeah, it's creative. I get it. Right, right. This woman and like there, I promise you, there's not one artist on this planet for me, anyways where there's literally not one song ever that she's ever written or had on her album that a dancer and choreographer can't create to, that mm. can't look like, I've literally probably choreographed to every single track she's ever had. Mm, wow. Because, because it's that inspiring. Like Missy Elliott is the dance community. Period. Wow. Like, wow. I'll, I'll put it, I'll put it in three, I'll put it in three words okay. for you. Okay. <laughs> Creative, artistic, and genius. And that, 
and those are understatements. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's what's okay. up. I mean, hey, shout out to Missy Elliott. Missy hey, Elliott. Might, hey, Hatch, we might yeah. need to get Missy up we, on this thing. We might thing. need to. He, 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 <laughs> you know how? That would be oh, great. Oh, man. So, we, hey, we might have to use you to plug and get us get Missy on this thing. Because, man, I want to yeah. talk to Missy. And you know what I love about Missy, too, is that she is one artist to really find raw, raw talent yep. and showcase them. Like yep. raw street dancers yep. that would never have the opportunity to dance for, say, a Beyonce, a Mariah yep. Carey, um, anybody like that because they're not, you know, like polished, you know, yep. or whatever you want to call her. They they can't do choreography, like, you know, whatever. But she, her eye for yeah. raw talent and just yeah. kids from – all over the wow. world that are just incredible. Like yep. you would never oh, think that See. to break into the industry. She puts in her in her work and, right. and you are just blown away by these kids, you know? So so speaking speaking of raw talent, so like I said, you've been in the industry 20 years approximately. And I know so you've seen from 2001, 2002 dancing from what they do now. Totally different game, right? Uh, I know for me, the first time when I saw uh, the Les Twins, I lost it. I was like, I've never seen the human body move like that. You know what I'm saying? So who over the last 20 years that you've seen, you're like just blown away from like, I've, I've never seen something like that. Um, there's a couple people for me. Um, they're, oh my God, you guys have to. And, and, and what they do. <laughs> yeah. So there's this um, dancer and genius creator named Robert Green. Robert and Green. I first met okay. Robert Green and his, his handle on Instagram is star on stage. Okay. Star on stage. When I tell you this kid from fashion to musicality like the, his ear what he hears in the music to his freestyle to his choreography to everything like what i okay this is the best way to put it he's the prince of dance so wow so he's, he's he he's better than the left twin he encompasses he encompasses yeah. and embodies everything that you would want you view prince in music is robert green in choreography, in dance, in dance, period. Wow. In dance, okay. And so, start on stage. I had um, a show on MTV that was called "Going Off with Trisha Miranda," and it was, it was um, basically centered around me and my dancers at Millennium, at Millennium mm. Dance Complex, and I was executive producer on this, and also like a host talent because I was the choreographer on there and then I was choreographer. So I was like three titles right in this thing. And I had all these kids come in every week to take my master class and audition. And they had to basically go head to head against each other. They had to battle each other they had to do all these things. And there was, I, I mean, these, the, the moments we, the show um, ended up uh, not airing ever. It was like three years of us like doing voiceovers, changing the name. Um, MTV, like I think Netflix was in talks and then YouTube Red was in talks. And then after three years, they ended up just shelving it. It was very devastating mm -hmm. for all of us, but whatever. Mm -hmm. um, that's besides the point. But the moments that we shared in there and the things that we saw and the things that Robert Green alone mm -hmm. did while we were filming 
Mm-hmm. What like unbelievable, you guys! Wow. Like, on anyone that's even not a dancer can appreciate what appreci- like he it, it, it just it's like not normal. It's not yeah. normal. We you know he's an <laughs> he's an alien in our business, um, for sure. Mm-hmm. And then I think one of my favorite creators uh, is a friend of mine named Sean Bankhead. He's Missy Elliott's choreographer now. Okay. He, and he's Normani's choreographer. Um, he, he does. A, I mean, he's done everything. But he's right. he's like, you know, like right hand man right now, and, and he's a young he's a young guy. He's a lot younger than me. Um, mm-hmm. From Atlanta. Oh, his choreography. I'm I'm a big fan, and I'm a choreographer, and I'm like, oh my gosh, Sean Bankhead is my favorite choreographer in the whole world. You know. Well, you know yeah. what? But I do I do want to still go back to again when you say kids, right? You're talking about your kids and the the, the age groups. Um, still, kind of let our listeners know: is it a class or is it a school? And then, of course, how can they, you know, kind of if they want to come out here to LA and they're chasing after the, the, the dance dream, how can they, you know, kind of get to this school or to this class? So, so all of us are basically independent contractors. So there are choreographers that have created like dance crews or um, dance companies. Um, mm-hmm. But for the most part, we're all just individuals that take at these professional dance studios. So you have, you know, millennium dance complex. That's a studio with a big red wall that, you yep. know, all mm-hmm. have a lot, like all my viral videos were shot in, in Millennium, you know, and that's like, right. that is the one, that's the most iconic dance studio yep. of all time, period. That's, you know, where, you know, we've held so many auditions for Britney and Pink and um, Janet and right, right. just any artist, it's, it's the most iconic dance studio aside from Debbie Reynolds. That was also another iconic dance studio. Um, but everyone comes out and word of mouth, you just go take these classes and every studio mm-hmm. has their own faculty. And I teach at Millennium still currently. Um, there's a studio, uh, KM Dance Academy. Um, there's ML Studios and they all offer different um, faculty teachers. And so basically you can, they're just like one-off classes. Like if you okay. go to take like a yoga class. Oh, I'm just paying for this class today. Gotcha. So it's, it's okay. like that. You just come and take um, a class. So it's not like a dance school. A dance school go. and a professional dance studio are two different things. So when you have a dance school, there's, you know, a curriculum that you follow and there's classes that you have to take. You know, maybe you have ballet, tap, jazz this day and then, you know, hip hop this day and, you know, company class this day. And, you know, there's like a certain thing you have to follow just like, regular school you know so dance schools like that and and you have like your set faculty teachers and that's it at the schools you know but with Mm -hmm. these professional dance studios um you know any choreographer that has name or pull can teach at them and some some of the choreographers have like a set schedule i'm one of the people that do not i come in and teach master classes when um, I have time to, or when I feel like I want to teach mm-hmm. a, a master class. Um, so, and then you can just, you can either come and buy one class or you can come and, and buy a package for a full month and have unlimited classes and take whoever you want. And the beauty of not being um, a part of a dance school is that you can go to all the studios. Right, right. Everybody, you know? So right. that's yeah. what, it, that's what we all do when we come out here. Nice. But you're such a heavily sought out 
um, choreographer, you dancer, stay working. Peak <laughs> teacher. Um, I know, like I said, you know, obviously back in the day, uh, just a few years ago, I know that, and I'm pretty sure it's the same way now. Like you, you have, you'll put on your Instagram, you know, I'm doing a dance class this time, blah, 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 blah. And you're sold out like instantly, like everybody's gravitating. There's almost like, they have that. They have their notifications on, you know, for <laughs> Trish Miranda. Uh, so when you when you put up like, you know, you're gonna have a class, whatever. People, I mean, you're heavily sought after, and you talk about these kids. You know, how is it being who you are, and then you having to navigate through? You know, having it's like you you're like a superstar in your world. And then not, not people, like she is. Right. I mean, yeah, you're a superstar. You're like, yeah, you're a superstar in your world. So um I I thought that was so fascinating to to know that, like, yo, you you can just put out a tweet or uh, uh you know a message on your on your story, your Instagram, I'm doing a class, this, that, and the other, and you're sold out within 20 minutes. She's like, I know. <laughs> that's what I. That's what I do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're right. Um, you know what? I think. I think what it is about me and why that is. What it is, um, I guess, is I think for many reasons. Um, I have the experience. I have the knowledge. Um, I've. I have the wisdom because I've been doing it for so many years. Um, I've trained and worked with the best and underneath the best and I've had the best mentors and educators help me guide me to where I have become. But I think um, the fact that not only do I have those credits and that experience under my belt, but naturally and organically and randomly, I also transition into that social media world as well to where mm -hmm. I also have the social media um, popularity and it's weird to have both. There's very few of us that have both. Um, like Brian Friedman who um, choreographed um, Britney Spears' Slave with Wade Robson is another huge choreographer who was my mentor and the person that I trained under for so long that also has had a very long career in choreography, dancing, and now um, social media popularity. So I think with that, and then just the um, the energy that I bring to my classes and, and the type of choreography and what I teach in my classes. I don't just teach, it's not about like the eight counts and the steps to me. It's mm -hmm. when these kids come into my class, I'm teaching a two and a half to three hour masterclass. So wow. you're learning, you're getting a warm up, you're learning the combination um, and bringing in major working dancers to assist me. And then you're also getting critiques and feedback and you're getting um, the tools to, that you need in order to become a working dancer. You know, I basically, it's like, I call it like a little boot camp, and that's kind of what, yeah, that's what it sounds like what my MTV show was about. It was the fact that I'm one of the educators that doesn't just come in and teach a combo and things are coming. It's like, okay, I'm going to teach you stage choreography today. I'm going to talk to you about lighting. I'm going to talk to you about lifts. I'm going to talk to you about staging. I'm going to talk to you about moments. I'm going to talk to you about freestyling. So it's a lot. I feel like my classes are more about um, the lecture 
and what you take away from what I'm saying versus the steps that I'm giving you. And then I make them all battle at the end of class two to kind of finish out on a, on a positive note and all like support each other, but just that raw energy of just people. Like I always like my classes to feel like, like a party, like an underground. Yeah. Fight club. Yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> right. So, and of all ages, of uh, all ages that are just right. right. So I know I know some of those yeah, some of those I know some of those kids that you mentioned earlier, um, they started they were like what, ten, whatever, however old, and now they're like superstars. Um you in twenty fourteen you start, you know, posting videos of dancers, you know, from your studio performing the, you know choreography to some of the hit songs uh, starting with like um, Nicki Minaj's uh, Anaconda and all that like that blew up like so what is the story behind starting to film those videos starting to what sorry say it again oh what is the story behind starting to film some of those, those oh. videos that went you know they went viral it was um really unintentional actually <laughs> and i think that's why they went viral um i say this a lot like when you're looking to try to go viral it's more than likely not going to happen a lot of people that go viral go viral because it's by accident yeah. people are drawn to something that's organic and unintentional um so with anaconda i love that you did your homework t I love that you knew exactly what first video of mine went viral um, well, you know <laughs> you know yeah. You better do your homework. Uh, but like, so with Anaconda, I actually, you know, I've always been filming my classes since like 2006 when YouTube first started. And, but it was like on a little phone, like a sidekick or like a, you know. <laughs> right, right. A, you know, sidekick like a, a small phone or just a phone and the quality is terrible and you don't edit it and there's not these cool shots and like nothing like that, you know. Um, and there's no titles, you just post it, like just raw footage. So we've right, always been right. doing that. I've always been doing that. But uh, with the Anaconda video, I had just got hired on a dance convention called The Pulse. And I was like, oh, I need like um, some footage to just post to like get dancers to come take me at The Pulse. Mm -hmm. Like I want to just show, showcase my, my um, class choreography, you know, and um, hire, in, hire a videographer to come in and, and film it just so the quality's good and, you know, and there's titles and it could just look more professional. Um, so I brought in Tim Milgram and he, um, he's a owner of T Millie studios, um, T Millie TV. So he is the videographer who like him and I, um, created this, like, and not, I didn't do it purposely. He was, he would, he, this is what he does. He's great at it. So, uh, we kind of like together collab collaboratively created this whole monster of, the YouTube viral video thing that became mm. like a, a whole big wheelhouse, you know? Um, so at Anaconda, I was like, Tim, can you please come in and film this? Like, I need something for Pulse, you know? And and he's like, yeah. So I choreographed the combo, um, choreographed it in a swimming pool, like randomly, didn't think this choreography was anything major, choreographed it at night in a swimming pool at one of our um, events that we had. and. Came to class, taught it, and then just posted it. And then oh. <laughs> I just posted it. Yeah. And then it was like that combo was like featured in like the Huffington Post. And wow. Um, like a lot of celebrities had like 
reposted it, like Nikki, Little Wayne. Um, I don't know. It's a, I don't know. I don't remember, but it's a, it, awesome. it just went really viral. Yeah, right, it, no doubt. Um, so that was my first video ever to, uh, it had a million views in three days, I want to say. Wow. Yeah. Um, and then you it was like, it was like, oh my God, Tim, that's so like weird. How did that happen? You know, and it's like, because the dancers in there were crazy. Like fire. Incredible. And then right. like, you know, I think I say it takes the dancers, the choreography, the videography and the music. Everything's got to come together. All those put together is what creates something so magical, you know? And so then the next, the next video, um, it went viral too, and it went even bigger. You know, I want to say like, "Bitch Better Have My Money" is like sixty-four million views or something like that. Wow! And then I was getting uh, like oh, that was that was that was your anthem, T. Yeah, I was getting <laughs> actors like calling my agent and saying, "Hey, can I hire Trisha to just come into a studio and teach nice. me her "Bitch Better Have My Money" combo?" All right. Well, you know what? I'm. A, I'm. A, I need you to come into our studio and come teach us as well, because right now you got to teach us a little bit. So, are you familiar with the sports world at all? Like, do you watch sports at all? Yeah. Not really. Okay. Do you no, know? I, I, so we have we have a we have a little game we play on the show, right? It's called start one, bench one, or cut one. So basically, get oh. a view. So yeah, so get your mind right since you have okay, all. This- okay, don't judge me if I don't know who they are. Cause- no, 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 I'm not gonna ask no, you nothing about sports. Do- I'm coming right, in no, your world. Oh, oh right, you're yeah. talking about dancers. Yeah, oh, well, yeah. May- oh, maybe. Yeah. So I'm gonna give you the scenario. So of or course, right. when yeah. I say start, that means the best, right? That means yeah. up front. When I say um, bench, that's the second best. The third one, or let's say an alternative, like a you know a different one or whatever. The third one you're gonna cut, right? So let's say here's a scenario. You got a two minute commercial during Super Bowl that you're dancing with another male performer, right? And these are the three performers that you have that came to the studio with you that uh, to audition, right? And you have to start one, you have to bench one, you have to cut one, right? Two, this is to your Missy Elliott song, two minutes for Super Bowl. You got Usher, you got Chris Brown, and you got Ooh. Justin Timberlake. You got to cut one, bench one, and start one. Right. So who is your top? You got three. Those three dudes came in the audition. All three auditioned with you. You got a two-minute video to a Missy Elliott song during Super Bowl. Okay. Missy Elliott. That makes that helps. Okay. Okay. Don't judge me. I'm not. We we just getting started. (laughs) Okay. Um, I would start Chris Brown. Okay. Breezy. Okay. Yes. okay. I would bench Justin Timberlake. Okay. And I would cut Usher. So cut Usher, huh? Poor Oh, oh Usher. wow. Wow. That's a that's a major I, surprise. I, um I used to dance for Usher and I actually um he wasn't a very nice person. Okay, there it is. Leave it oh, at that. Okay. That's not why. Oh, I'm not petty like that. I'm very professional when it comes no, I'm, to the, the word, yeah. but for me, like if it comes to choreography mm-hmm. and just performance and entertaining, for me, mm-hmm. Chris Brown is is number one for me. Justin okay. Timberlake is, I mean, obviously he's like king of what he does, but if it right, right. if it's if we're talking about Missy Elliott music, right, and right, right, it's got to be Chris Brown. 
know? Okay. All right. Well, this next one is, is chore- choreography only, right? You're going to chore- you're gonna choreograph one of these ladies, right? They're going to come in. They have their own song. Yeah. These are the three ladies that came into the audition. You have Sierra, you have Brittany, and you have Shakira. Current Britney or <laughs> uh no give her ten years ago but when she was hot this is this is this is when they was all at they prime yeah this is this is the hot Britney the hot Britney the hot Britney so I got Sierra Britney and Shakira yeah yeah right yes which one you okay, want to start hit. one bench one oh. cut one okay don't yeah. hate me <laughs> don't hate me we go judge you don't worry about it. we go uh, judge I would start Britney. Oh, ah, okay. okay, okay, okay. Don't get it twisted, Brittany. Ten years ago, right? I already I know. Okay. Hey, you I'm got gonna, you bring it. You bring something to support your 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 pick. So it's all great. I would um, bench Shakira. Mm, okay, there it is. Okay, last last one, right? You're going to perform with these ladies, right? You're not core, you're on the stage with them performing and one of these, of course you've already performed, but you're the only other person. So it's just you and her, okay. right? At their, at their show. You have Janet, you have J-Lo, and you have Beyonce. Oh, I, 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 I can probably get these. Hey, hey, I don't know. I don't oh, know. You're gonna start Janet. Cut J-Lo. Ah uh, yeah. Okay, so any 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 phrase that says "cut J Lo," we go fight. I, I, I'm I'm out. We can't. You can't never. <laughs> you can't never cut J Lo. You can't never cut J Lo. That's against the rules. Listen, she's a professional. She's Listen, Janet, Janet Jackson is, is, is it. queen. Period. Bro, you got to understand that's Michael Jackson's DNA. I, hey, I hey, I know. Out of respect. What you like, what you, Janet? Right, right. Is Janet? She's got to be here. Really, Janet's that? Then Beyonce then follows. Like Beyonce, it, I'm sorry. Yeah. J Lo is not as creative as as uh, Beyonce. Okay. You know and, wow. and and to everybody that's listening, that's no, you're, 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 you made this disrespectful way, right? Right. Yeah. It's not disrespectful. It's right. based on your evaluation. You've worked with all of these or at least know their history and background. So for all the listeners out there, it's no shade thrown or what have you. None um, at all. This, now, this is all. Now, the roles are reversed and it had to do with acting. I will put Jay. Oh, oh. I love her yeah. movie. Absolutely. Right, right. Me and you I both. <laughs> Me. Have you ever worked yeah. with Have you ever worked with Janet? Have I worked with Janet? No, but my assistant's on her tour right, right. now. My really good friend, my brother, he's her right. choreographer. I've met her. I've partied with her, but I've never right, right, right. The, who Who's out there that you still want to work with that you have not worked with? Right, yeah. Besides Janet, Rihanna. Rihanna. Okay. Oh, okay. Rihanna. Oh, so speaking of Rihanna, she hasn't done anything in a while. I mean, now she's off. Uh, she's been very entrepreneurial. She has her uh, cosmetic line, all types of stuff. Obviously, she's she must be raking in a lot of dough because she hasn't made <laughs> any music, you know, uh, lately. So, you know, that's hey, that's hey. Re- she's not in the studio. Riri putting in that work. Yeah. <laughs> Riri right. is putting in that work for show. Um, okay, well, hey, I just want to say thank you again for coming on the show. Like I said, we appreciate you taking the time out. Thank you for uh, me. 
I definitely want to come cut a rug down there at Millennium one of these days. I got a couple moves left. I got one hip. I ain't got two good hips. I got one hip. But that one hip, boy, I'm on fire. That's all you need. You know what I'm saying? Hey, you might have to you might have to carve out an entire 24 hours because he cannot dance. I'm just letting you know right, right now. So, hey, I didn't take last place on Dancing with the Stars like you did. So I, I'm, I just did I'm just saying. I, I'm just saying. I, I, I'm just saying. I, I, I'm just saying. <laughs> hey, I didn't either. For all you listeners, I, he's always going to hate on me. This is this is this is how I evolved on the show. The okay, show tell is us how 10 you weeks. The, the show is ten weeks. My yes. partner even said when we did our. I don't care what your partner team, said. What the judges say? Oh, from your partner Bruno, lied to you. From Lynn, Bruno and Carrie Ann, they will tell you. I evolved every week. Nobody wants to hear no evolve and moral victories. Even what? like out of, like your boy Ricky Bobby said, either your first or your last. That's hey, all we're talking about. Considering <laughs> considering I went in there with zero dance ability, zero dance. I came in there, it was a 10-week show. I lasted eight out of 10 weeks. That's more than I guarantee that's you. That's huge. That's, that's, that's okay. Thank that's okay. huge. Thank you. Thank you. Thank that you. Thank you, Tristan. Thank you. I'll give I went in there with zero. But you know me. When it's time to shine, when those lights shine brightest, that's when your boy comes. Ooh, but to you fight. ain't better, but you ain't better at Jenga than me. Oh, you oh what? <laughs> what? Hey, hey, hey. Hey, there it is, game night champ. Hey, Trisha hey, Miranda, game night champ. She must have beat hey, you. Hey, you see how she just slid that in there before I could get to it? Because she knows. You're going to get a she reaction. You're going to get a she, reaction. Oh, my God. She knows I am the top dog at Jenga. She knows that. She came to my place, bro. She goes, she's, she's like, oh, do you play Jenga? I'm like, yeah, I just had game nights a couple of nights ago. She goes, all right, cool. Bro, do you know she didn't win a game? <laughs> Oh, she didn't win a wait, game. Wait, 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 wait. Trish, you can't, Trish, you can't, you can't bring it up, and you ain't even win a game. She didn't win a game. <laughs> I, I thought, I thought you had won a game and then didn't, you know, hey, something. But you ain't even. Oh, I'm, hey, I'm disappointed now, Trish. No disappointed. She's been dodging me for three years. No oh, lie. Man. Three years. He's such a lie. He's so human. <laughs> Three, hey, Hatch, I ain't never seen somebody uh, dodge me like she's dodging me, bro. I'm talking I, about uh, ducking and dodging. I mean, every time I'm like, yo, talking, what's up? Like, talking about I'm on tour or something, something crazy. Oh, bro. Oh, oh I got, oh, I got I'm, in, I'm in Europe with J-Lo. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> no, she down the street at Millennium. <laughs> exactly. Bro, I'm talking about it is unbelievable. Been ducking and dodging me for three years. The lovely Trish Marie one of the top dogs in the in the choreography. <laughs> hey, so Trish, tell, tell us, uh, tell the audience how they can get a hold of you uh, via social media and or your other platforms as far as YouTube as well. Yeah, uh, my Instagram is at under no noise no no underscore. Okay. I'm like that's Twitter. Uh, my Instagram is at one Trisha Marie. So the number one, uh, Trisha Miranda, T-R-I-C-I-A-M-I-R-A-N-D-A. Um, my Facebook is Trisha Miranda. Uh, my Twitter, which I don't use ever, but it's there if you want to just see what I posted two years ago, uh, is <laughs> underscore Trisha Miranda. If you tweet me, then I'll repeat it. But um, I stay on Instagram most of the time um, and Snapchat. But yeah, you can find me there. 
Mm-hmm. And, and definitely, uh, you're still at uh, Millennium. I'm still at Millennium. Mm-hmm. And 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 speaking of Millennium, uh, I know before we let you go, um, obviously I, I want to get your take on, especially the climate that we're in now. And for the people that are listening in your studio, it's painted uh, the phrase "unity in diversity." Uh, can you explain that and, and share with our listeners what that means to you, especially in these divisive times? Um, and how, you know, um, what you tell us and what you share with us, how can that bring the dance people and not even just the dance community, but everyone together? People. Yep. Yeah. So there. So that has been Millennium's motto since they opened unity and diversity. And basically that just means there's no prejudice against anybody, any race, any body type, any anything. When you come into that dance, when you step into those doors, it's all dance and nothing but dance. And to make sure that anyone coming in with a negative attitude, once you read that, you know what it is once you're stepping into there. And the leaders are going to hold that, you know, that that mentality and that energy accountable, you know. And that's the type of studio I love, I love to be around because because not only do they still have that on their wall, you know, many, many years later, um, they're still the number one commercial dance studio um, to go to, to find your talent, to find choreographers. Um, you know, everyone knows what Millennium Dance Complex is. So I think Definitely. even with this time, the fact that, you know, we could still read that on the walls, unity and diversity, and that's such a, a dope reminder of what our world isn't right now, but what our world should be and what it's always been pretty much in dance. We've always, you know, with dancers, you know, we look at each other, um, we judge each other based off of, you know, our craft, you know, or our genius. And, um, you know, and I just say judge because it's just, you know, that's natural for us, you know, it's a healthy competition, but we, we don't ever look at each other. I mean, I know I don't, and I haven't heard any of my colleagues look at other choreographers or dancers like, oh, well, they're well, they're white. Oh, well, they're eight. They can't. You know what I mean? Like, right, right. Dope, you're dope. Period. Period. Yep. Right. Period. That was big, big, small, petite, plus oh, size, what have you. I mean, I like the way that you guys, you guys embrace any and all body types that come through those doors of Millennium. And that's what I love. Like I said, when I first met you, um, I came to the studio. Um, it was just something about, you know, the the space, the energy uh, that you brought. And you're still doing it. You're still bringing it. You're still cranking out talent. You're still evaluating and just really just doing your thing. So, again, I know for myself, Hatch, the, the obviously the, the show, Get Your Popcorn Ready, we appreciate you, you, you coming out, you know, taking time out of your schedule um, to share with the masses um, who you really are. And I'm, and I'm glad I got a chance to, to know you. I got a chance to have you on this show. So we thank you so, so, so much. Thank you guys so much. And Hatch, you have such a dope personality. So fun talking to you. Thank oh, you. God, thank I you. I, you know, you know what I'm saying? I just it's, threw it's, up it's, it's hard having a, it's hard having a hater on the show. Oh, you know what I'm saying? God. But I make it do what it do. Um, I want oh you to, I want you to leave the show again. We love, you know, we're um, trying to get our audience out there across hopefully the world, but there's always people moving to LA because of the entertainment business, right? That's dance, acting, music. As you're in that space and 
we encourage people to come out here and chase their dreams. And we know there's going to be some six-year-old girls and 12-year-old boys coming out here, and they're going to look you up one day. Give them a, a little nugget that they can go away with from this show to encourage them to come on out here to uh, California and chase their dreams. Listen, yeah. it's all about timing, 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 and having a really strong support system and foundation. Um, always keeping your family and your morals, um, number one, and staying really passionate about what you do. Um, the most successful dancers and leaders in our community became successful because they just followed their passion and the money came so, yep. from that passion. Um, we never sought after the money. I mean, to, to keep it real, like dancers aren't rich. We don't make a lot of money, you know? choreographers make more money, creative directors make more money than that, and the directors make even more money than that. But as yeah. a dancer coming out just to do what you do, you know, we are athletes, and people don't yeah. know that what we do is very athletic, is very, um, you know, wearing on our bodies. And, and, you know, he being a part of Dancing with the Stars, you know, and him being an athlete, he know what it means, you know, firsthand. Right be an athlete and so going in and having to learn what what we do naturally too like we are athletes and and we are not you know um sadly we're not looked at as an athlete we're not paid like athletes um so we do what we do just based off of the fact that we love this so much we cannot live without it and there's nothing awesome. else i would do and so just staying um grounded and making sure I always had my family to go back to and making sure I created a really um, nice foundation out here in LA and yep. a very supportive circle and supportive as a human just being a keeping me a good good human first yeah. Um, yeah. having that to be able to keep you keep your mental you know together because it's not easy. It's not going to happen for you overnight. For most people, you have those gems, those aliens that, you know, they come out and they're just undeniable. Right. So they, you know, are picked up fast. But a lot of us, you know, like I didn't start working consistently as a dancer until I was 26. And I moved out here when I was 21. And I, I saw so many of my friends and, you know, fellow dancers go home because it didn't happen quick mm. enough for them, you know, but there's so many lanes to go and dance. You know, there's, there's dancing, there's, teaching there's choreography there's creative direction mm -hmm. there's assisting there's styling there's there's hair and makeup. i mean there's so many things to do a dance and now there's social media and that whole world and tiktok yep. and stuff like that so there, there's just so many avenues you can dive into but if you're not a good human with good work ethic um they, people aren't gonna want you around and it doesn't matter how dope of a dancer you are you have to be a good human you know for me to want to hire you and for mm. uh, me to trust you with with my choreography and with my name, you know, attached to your work. So thank you. Thank you. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen, the lovely, talented Trisha Miranda in the building of Get Your Popcorn Ready podcast. Thank you again, Mama. Thank no you. Doubt. Appreciate yeah. you guys. Absolutely. Peace. Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, yes, the lovely and talented Trisha Miranda. We, again, we appreciate you coming on, Trish, sharing your knowledge and your love for the craft of dance. Uh, I think a lot of people out there don't understand, like, it's the talent. Right, you gotta you gotta work on it, you gotta practice it, and it's hours upon hours. 
Um, again, just like being an athlete, actor, anything, you're going to have to practice at your craft to be a good dancer. Yeah, absolutely. And then uh, me having, like I said, my experience of dancing with the stars, um, I'm definitely not never going to compare it to um, what she does. Um, any of these dancers, I mean, obviously when you talk about, we talked a little bit about it on the show, when you talk about wear and tear on mm. your body, um, just those almost 10 weeks that I was on the show, I was, my body was, was, man, my body was hurting. We already know you made a glass, and, so I, I'm sure, buddy. No, no, no. And I'm an athlete. I'm, I'm a, I'm, I'm a superb, like one of your prolific elite athletes no. and it did a number yeah, hey, bro that dancing with the stars did a hey, number on did you me, have to so get in the, uh, in the cold tub during the week oh ab- absolutely <laughs> bro trust me trust me those dancers bro i'm trust me they go home they make it look effortless they make it look fun but over time like shit as you go from a kid to you know teenager and then obviously you're a little bit older and you start doing tours and you're having to do reps uh, repetition after repetition um rehearsal after rehearsal that takes a toll on your body so you can tell just you know just talking with her how she transitioned mm-hmm. you know from being a dancer at an early age and obviously to now teaching and and choreographing you know for i mean for a number of top elite artists and talents uh that everyone has heard from pink to janet jackson um i mean rihanna i mean rihanna i mean everybody um so yeah I, i appreciate her coming on this is i mean it was amazing just to just to talk to her and just have an appreciation for what they do absolutely and i think that kind of takes us to our three and out segment uh because i think number one for me was um the story she was telling how when she uh worked with beyonce right she came out here the very right, first right. time and you just gave us the example of it was you guys were given a week i think to learn your dance and she gave b right. uh what 15 minutes i think she said b learned it in and like and you right. gave the, the difference between the two between amateur and professional dancers learning right and that's so crazy and as she as she said i mean even just being on dancing with the stars i realized that some of the best dancers and and was the ones that were musically inclined that had some background in music or dance they were able to evolve and really uh, advanced further than some of the guys like myself that had no dance experience. But that was the beauty of the show is really showing the journey and the, and the evolving of, you know, different, different dancers, dancers with different dance partners mm-hmm. um, and how they, how they, how they worked well together, just the chemistry. So again, when you talk about, you know, being musically inclined, um, having some dance background that definitely helps you. So for her to teach B uh, Queen B, uh, a, a routine on the spot, and she pick mm-hmm. it up in like 15, 20 minutes, bro. They call her she's Queen B for a reason, <laughs> bro. That I mean, picking up some some dance like a minute and thirty second of, of a song, bro. That's not easy. Oh, I already know. I already know. So well, there it is. Y'all think number number two two um, would be uh, her love and affection for working with Missy Elliott. Yes. And it just shows you how, yes. you know, she, as again, she, she had a scholarship to do, uh, go to ballet. Right. School. Yeah. yeah. She turned all of that down and, and it shows you when you have, and when you have a dream or you have aspirations to do something and when you put your mind to do something, um, great things will happen. And the stars obviously had to be aligned and for her to have, uh, you know, have given up 
a scholarship to, you know, who never, you never know where she could have taken that, that mm-hmm. scholarship degree and, and been, but she sacrificed because she had her mind set on a goal, a dream. And it came, it, it came to uh, fruition, mm-hmm. you know, by meeting Missy Elliott, the stars were aligned and she, that was like her person. And you just mm-hmm. tell the energy when we talked about Missy and I asked that question, I broke yeah, that. She couldn't even energy. talk. She right. put her head down, put her hands up. Right. I, mean, <laughs> I it love was it. Like, you know, she was like bowing down to like yeah. Missy. So hats off to, to Missy. I want to meet Missy now. I mean, I, we need to get Missy on this show because I mean, we, I want to know what it is about. I mean, she told us um, obviously that just the creativity and I, I explained it, the artistic um, ability of her and creativity. Just yeah. Yeah. And like she said, that was an understatement. Right. And again, it's, it's, it's weird how well, I thought it was it was out of the box because Missy Elliott wasn't the biggest dancer in the industry in her career. Right. You know, she again, she was known for other things, her beats, her rhymes, all that stuff. Right. Um, but for a dancer to look up to somebody still in the industry, but not directly, that's a big deal. You know, because, again, if you say, well, OK, who's your favorite football player? Because you played football. Everybody was like, OK, you think you're going to name a football player. But for me growing up, it was still like Jordan was it. Even though he was a basketball player, it was still Michael Jordan was, you know, beginning and ending of all in sports, in the sports realm overall. Right. So there it is. And I think the third one, um, you know, we always try to tie it back to, you know, kind of what our show is about, sports and entertainment, how she um, kind of calls all of her kids and all of her dances and herself, they're athletes. Right. Again, like you said, it's like you're going, you're taking your body's taking a punishment. You're working, you know, sweating, bleeding tirelessly. all these tirelessly over. And don't forget, this is not like a couple days where these people are doing this. They're doing this for years upon years. So you have to, you know, you have to be in some type of shape. Your cardio is going to be up. You have to have some type of strength, you know, muscular strength throughout your body. So, again, they are athletes and uh, we like to you know, compare them to, you know, just dancers or dancers, but I like to compare them to all other athletes as well. Right, yeah, no doubt. It's almost like, you know, um, saying that, like, you know, sometimes cheerleaders aren't athletes. Um, (laughs) You know what I mean? Uh, But me, like I said, I probably would be, um, before probably experiencing Dancing with the Stars and somebody would, like, ask me, are dancers athletes? I probably would have said no. Right, but now, going through it. Now? Oh, man, (laughs) the utmost respect for any and all dancers out there. And trust me, I mean, we have us having uh, Trisha Miranda on here. um, Trust me, it was the highlight of of, of my my day um, to get a chance to hear from one of the top uh, top choreographers in the game. I mean, she's worked with some of the some of the best artists of, of, of music that we listen to Absolutely. Um, on, an, on like, an everyday basis. And so to, she's to, worked to, with Jennifer Lopez, Gwen Stefani, right. Taylor Swift, Prince, the Black Eyed Peas, Daddy Yankee, and the list goes on. Yep, Janet Jackson, man. I mean, it's 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 crazy. I mean, we we don't know. Like I said, I remember just watching uh, Yo MTV Raps or BET, uh, you know, you see all the videos and, and you know have the, the the background dancers and things of that nature. Yeah. Like, bro, like she was like, bro, she, right? Exactly. We was watching some of her work, her creativity. Mm-hmm. So, man, yeah. shout out to Trish Miranda. Keep doing your thing with the top in the game. 
Already appreciate you coming on, Trish. Again, thank you, thank you, thank you. Don't forget to tune no in to Get Your Popcorn Ready podcast on the Himalaya app or wherever you get your podcast. And definitely be sure to follow Trisha Miranda on her Instagram, especially mm-hmm. it's called, it's, it's, uh, her handle is at one Trisha Miranda. That's T-R-I-C-I-A Miranda, M-I-R-A-N-D-A. There it is. Don't forget to subscribe on the Himalaya app where you get your podcast. Peace. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.